Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello world and welcome aboard our Making It Happen podcast. We are mega pleased that you have joined us. I'm Zana Dennis. And I'm Sarah Hall. And together we run Blue Moose Dance Company, an arts organisation specialising in dance based in the northwest of England. We are all about empowering people to discover new potential to celebrate themselves and their community through creativity. Making It Happen, the youth dance series aims to give you an insight into the world of youth dance, especially in rural areas, courtesy of the Rural Steps Project. This project aims to support youth dance activity in six areas across North Yorkshire, supporting artists to develop their skills and establish activity in local areas, as well as providing high quality, accessible dance provision to new communities. In this episode, we hear from dance artists, including Zanna and I, who are currently delivering youth dance sessions across the north of England. We unearth the reality of making this happen and find top tips for anyone interested in delivering this type of work. Today I'm joined by three other dance artists who work across the north of England and we're going to chat a little bit about youth dance and about what we do in terms of our delivery of youth dance. I'm going to be involved in this particular podcast myself because I've been delivering a Preston Youth Dance Company for eight years now. They're aged 11 to 19 and they're based at the University of Central Lancashire in Preston. I'm Zanna. Uh, I run Ingleton Youth Dance Company, who are based in Ingleton, North Yorkshire. So we started that in 2016 and they meet every week. I'm Anna and I was a part of Preston Youth Dance Company in 2015. And then for the two years after that, I was one of their assistants. And then the year after that, I was a youth dance um, ambassador. So I was working at the Lowry and part of the team that created the Youth Dance Festival for the Northwest. And then in August 2019, I created Calderdale Youth Dance Company, which is for 11 to 19 year olds based in Halifax. Hello, I'm Katie and I run First Youth Dance Company in Fersk um, and also for Skipton and Harrogate Youth Dance as part of Rural Steps and I've worked for the Norms School Contemporary Dance um, with their youth provision, so the Youth Dance Company there and the Youth Technique, all for about young people nine years to 19 years old. Brilliant. So we've got a wealth of knowledge in the room, so hopefully we can try and unearth some key information, some facts, some real life examples of what it's like to actually deliver youth dance. So I'm going to start with the infamous question that cannot be defined. Um, But what do you feel youth dance is to you guys? I feel youth dance is the development of young people, both as artists and individuals, through creative and contemporary dance practice. Oh, I think you've just nailed yeah, it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought of it when I was driving. I was like, that's really good. Well, yeah. that's it. Another thing. You do think of everything whilst you're driving. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Not when you're actually trying to do anything. But I actually planning. think it is, though. That's what it is to me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I great. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else we would add to that? I think it's just a chance to inspire each other yeah. to experience dance and to to grow with that in a like a company environment um which really brings out everyone's individual movement and everyone's skills and personalities and confidence with that yeah that's fab I feel like the company thing's quite key actually like it's not necessarily all youth dance has to happen in the setting of a company but that's effectively what we're we currently maybe are doing is that emulating what a company environment would be rather than just a regular class and I think that's what 
exactly and that's what makes it really special and makes it um makes the young people to be able to aspire to dance companies and and to see what is possible in a career yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, I thought that might take way longer, but actually we've nailed it. So brilliant. Um, so why are you involved in youth dance? I'm going to actually ask Anna this first because you've done everything. So why, why are you involved in it? So I wasn't really aware of youth dance as being a major thing, really, until I came to university. And then basically I just kind of went along to the audition because I thought, why not? It's an extra class. And then absolutely loved it. And I actually remember someone saying like, but are you going to dance with younger people? And I was like, yeah. But actually, I think that's what's one of the most wonderful things is because just because someone might be younger or older than you doesn't mean that they don't have the same passion as you. They can really support each other, which is absolutely gorgeous. And then um, whilst being at PYDC, um, it was just amazing. And going to different performances and different platform events where you get to meet other people who are in other youth dance companies I just then suddenly was like whoa actually it is a whole thing that's going on yeah a whole um, world that we maybe don't do great at yeah and that. it's a whole yeah. world that I realized a lot of people back near where I live in Halifax I'm not aware of so that's why I wanted to bring that to them I live in quite a creative area actually and I was surprised that there isn't really any youth things going on um, so I wanted to bring that to the area I'm involved in youth dance because I love working with young people. Um, and I think as young people, they're in like such an exciting time in their life. There's so much change happening. It's such a pivotal moment. It's really influential what's going on in their world. And as artists, we have that immense privilege and responsibility to support their development. Um, and I think there's just that richness because youth dance isn't a, a rock up once a week. And it's just a class like you commit to it, don't you, as the young people do for the yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. And it has that kind of thing of family that you see each other at their best and their worst and you commit to working through the whole process to make this incredible performance piece that, or whatever you do. And there's something really special about that environment that you create. And I think for young people at that age as well, they listen far less to parents at that age. They're far more willing to listen to mentors or people in their life that they respect. So as artists, we have a really important role. And I tell you that as a massive privilege and with responsibility that we get to influence these this kind of next generation to be whoever they want to be or whatever they want to be through youth dance. Yeah, that's amazing. I would really agree with that as well. The mentor side of things in particular, it's almost, it's something that just is happens to you because you're in that yeah. particular environment. You've produced that environment for young people to be a part of, but actually should definitely not be sort of disregarded. It really needs to be considered. Yeah, and I think there's such a, like Sana said, such an important role we have. So when I was younger, I was in a bit of a rural area and um, there wasn't any youth dance and I didn't actually know what contemporary dance was. Um, and then I got introduced to it and I got introduced to Northern and then I met Tom Bowes, who was the leader for a youth company. Um, and then I stayed and I assisted and observed and then I took over the group. And then from that, I've realised, like Sana said, um, the importance that youth dance can bring for young people. And I've seen firsthand like so many young people's lives change for it, their confidence improve. Um, it changed their life in school. It changed um, their aspirations. Um, so I think it's incredibly important. And I think as well, I would add on to that, that as a young person, I took part in youth dance and that is actually why I have the career to date. And I think probably yeah, a lot yeah, of us yeah, would say that, yeah, that it was a agree. really influential yeah. aspect of um, going into our career. Yeah, yeah, we have had a young person involved in our provision who 
has had quite probably quite a challenging time at school and a lot of their interactions with staff and teachers have possibly been quite negative um but they, that young person performed at an event that we did and a teacher just happened to be there and saw their performance. Then that teacher went up to them later on in that week in school and just praised them so much for, for that achievement and was so positive about that young person, which I think was so important that their achievement is recognised and they're valued and supported. If they're not doing it in maths and English, that's fine. They're doing it in dance. So we want to celebrate that. And this is an opportunity to do that. Yeah, I feel like school can feel like a bubble and if they're not yeah. achieving in that way, it yeah. really does have an impact on them yeah. and actually maybe we've got a place to try and join those dots a little bit yeah. and sort of help Definitely. schools see you know, the wider impact of what we can yeah. do to support young people to develop. And supports their learning across the curriculum. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think in the youth dance environment when they come, it is a safe place, but also it's a challenging space for them then to take the next step, um, which is incredible for them to be able to grow. In Calderdale Youth Dance Company, there's already a few members that are looking forward for dance and careers. So some of them are choosing their GCSEs and their A-levels and they're looking into different options, which they already said that they weren't thinking of doing before. So that's really great to hear. Do you feel like they are like wanting to to go into dance willingly or like know what they're doing or are they asking you you know for advice or they're asking me like every week like so what have you done today and what are you doing next week and they keep being interested on how my like week is not a normal week and it's not nine to five and every week I'll be somewhere different <laughs> yeah that's what it is that's the joy of it I meet lots of different people and I dance with lots of different people and that's the fun of it and they're like whoa that's so cool so them seeing someone do that is giving them the opportunity to think well what do I want to do maybe I'll have a go at it see if I like it um, which is really great I think the variety of what freelancers do if we yeah. you know, use that I think even that in itself has the opportunity for them to understand all the different jobs because yeah. we don't just do the hour and a half a week of when yeah, we get yeah. to see them. We do so yeah. many other things. And maybe in a private dance school, per the person that runs that might have that as their full-time job because they run a business in that yeah. way or their teacher at school is full-time at school. So it's it's a great opportunity mm. for them to discover what is out there. Maybe we have a, a, you know, maybe there's a place for us to start exposing them to that a little yeah. bit more and letting them know what we do yeah. I, I think that's great yeah. that they're asking those questions this week as well um so I thought because we're applying to perform um at this platform event and I thought it'd be great if they can go through the process with me rather than me just do it and take all of their ideas on board but get them to actually type it in as well oh brilliant <laughs> there was one part that was like what is your piece about and they're like happy exciting like saying <laughs> random words I was like but we need to form a sentence like how can we turn this into this is something great which is really like good. absolutely wonderful and then I was like prompting them and they're like why don't you just do it because you know what you're doing I was like no this is the point of it like yeah, yeah. we're talking through it this is what I need to do like behind the scenes this is what you guys need to be aware of um to develop into if you are one to have a dance career or just as us in general you need to be a part of this yeah that's mm. great teamwork I um I for this piece that we've just started making with Preston Youth Dance I went through like a process of um, trying to discover what the piece might be about, what they're interested mm. in making, because I always make sure it's relevant to what, you know, they, they want to do. But um, we ended up in like small groups, then writing a blurb about the piece before the piece has even Great. been made. And that, I mean, I've not got them to do the admin yet. That's that's my next <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> but I think, again, that was a really good way. Mm. It sort of yeah. kind of happened by chance. I didn't really plan to do that, but... They've now got ownership of, oh, we've got to make a piece that now fits yeah. to this. And obviously we, you know, we move and we're flexible with that. But it was quite good for them to understand that it, it has to have some kind of narrative or mm. theme or, you yeah. know, even just a thread to it as well. We watched a trailer for like a performance company um, 
and a theatre trip that was coming up and then we had the camera and they were like can we make one too can we make a trailer oh, to like advertise Fersk you've danced to other people in Fersk and um, I was like yes let's do it oh, this so. is great so you've got the admin down you're doing the marketing, <laughs> yeah, doing marketing. <laughs> this is brilliant we basically can retire at this point yeah <laughs> really good um so we're going to go on to talk about like the actual logistics of making it happen um so if you could give us a little insight into the first initial steps of trying to establish a group but like what is the first thing that you did to try and get the group going um I guess when knowing the area it was what is already there in that area because there are like um private dance schools in lots of area and we want to support that as well and what other arts things are going on and for what ages so for like first youth dance we're generally with the younger age group so at the moment we have nine to 14 years old so yeah what is already there in the area and then what support is there in the area so it's amazing we have some of rural arts support and then um, butterfly dance studios support us with the space hire and then from that making we made a logo and then advertising and then I found with advertising it was best to go with social media first and then from that advertising like a free taster and then put that to like the local pages and groups and that has worked wonders and then after that going to schools and going into schools but at a later date when we've already kind of established a regular group just from social media. Anna is there anything you would add to that or different to how you set up Calderdale? So as I was setting it up, the financial aspect did play on my mind, but I wanted it to make I wanted to make um, the youth dance company accessible for people as well because I was aware of all the other private dance schools potentially being expensive, and I was like, I need somewhere that people are going to be able to come. Anyone can come and move, yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, I got in contact with a local theatre because um, I know they have a youth theatre group there, and asked if they'd be interested in hosting or being a part of the partnership and then they were like oh the right person to speak to is the council member who's in like the manager of youth service and he was all up for it and luckily for me the, um, the council had just been given this big pot of money to go towards youth to go towards um, exercising and healthy living and then loads of other aspects but because I was technically doing healthy living because we're doing dance and youth it ticked all their boxes for them so he was like yeah we'll happily fund it for you so the council pay me to deliver the sessions and they give me the council buildings um for free of charge as well that's amazing Um, and the dance members can come along for free um so it's completely accessible which is absolutely wonderful and Mm. what was like my number one aim really and yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe that it was happening yeah. um and to have the support of the council I think yeah. that's really good that's it's quite tricky nowadays yeah. to get that I think because the yeah because the funding's just not available no, in that way there wasn't that much time to promote it and the building that we were using was just doing a refurbishment so when it was like open it was then happening so it was all really rushed at the very beginning so it was kind of social media and flyers so it was difficult at times to get people engaged but we have a committed group of people and I think three of them have been there from the very start but we've got seven continuous people which is great. But I think even that in itself is similar that you know get a, a, a small group and then build from there as well. Definitely. Definitely. I think um I think the funding question is quite a good one as well. Obviously, mm. you've had an incredible opportunity there. <laughs> yeah. um, Zana, do you want to just explain a bit about the funding or partnerships for, for Ingleton? In a sense, Ingleton, we set up without any funding or partnerships yeah. or support. Um, we we got some deals on Space Hire. We did a bit of negotiating with the schools and the kind of community centre to get good deals. Um, but most of it, we set out on the participants pay a fee to come. 
that rarely covers the entire cost of the thing because we want to make sure it's accessible, like you were saying. So we have done things like various fundraising. I know with Preston Youth Centre, yeah. you did a sponsored walk, which was really successful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really long, 21 miles. That yeah. was really long. Won't be doing that again. You, Oh, you did it, Anna, <laughs> didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Blisters. Um, yeah, different kind of fundraising. We've, we sell merch, which kind of goes back into that to supporting young people. And I guess with our work as Blue Moose, we have been able to support you from other aspects of the business but it was a risk like we started off with I think four or five taster sessions that we were prepared to kind of cover the cost for and they worked so that's fine but all the time it's been a challenge and kind of to to find different support sponsorship as well has worked from businesses or like the Rotary Club are top-notch support and stuff like this (laughs) so it's kind of building those local small partnerships for us that has kept us going and yeah those little pockets of money like you say so like for Preston Youth Dance we're really lucky that we're currently um, a resident company of UCLan Dance so we get to use the space here free of charge and in return we support their students so like Anna was um, an assistant when she was when she was on the course here we try and support those events through UCLan Dance as well in terms of funding um, Preston Youth Dance Company are an auditioned company which I guess is different to you guys Um, so we only take dance in once a year which means we uh, we charge a one-off fee per year and that it doesn't cover everything but it allows us to get this upfront non-refundable amount of money and means we know what our budget is for the year ahead so I can kind of consider what events we're going to do what performances how much money I need for the cost of my delivery of the sessions yeah. and those partnerships are, are are so key I think you were saying with rural arts and the, and the studio and like Zana's connections with local companies that are sort of sponsoring I think I would definitely say that's something that you should really look out for I mean you've yeah. nailed it with the council and them giving you all that money but yeah but be persistent because we we started Ingleton in 2016 and it wasn't really to probably 2018 2019 when we yeah. we got involved in Rural Steps which has been an amazing support and the council have got on board and really kind of championing what we do but it took a bit of time actually for us for people to start to recognize what we we're doing and the value of it so just keep being persistent keep talking to people keep having those conversations with your council because they want to support you yeah, but yeah. sometimes they just take a bit of a nudge and, a, and they need to just understand the value of it and I think also like um People in the area, like I've spent quite a long time, a lot of time walking around first, giving out flyers and going in shops, and just basically for people to understand what it is. And now, like we get all our merchandise from um, a company in Fersk, yeah, and yeah. just little things like that. People want to know what's going on. Want people want to know what it's for, and then from that, hopefully, if we need to do a fundraiser. It, the word can be spread even more and there can be more help because when it's happening, we don't want it to stop. So hopefully there's people that are there that can support from wherever. Yeah, and I think those artists that are listening to this and, and, you know, looking to set something up, don't expect it to be done like really, you know, really quickly. Like Preston Youth Dance has been going for eight years and it's only in the last maybe two or three that people who aren't involved in what we do know about who we are and it'll take so such a long time for that to get out I mean it's amazing that you're walking around first Katie I think I should do that more let's go and just chat yeah. every coffee shop in Preston and get free coffee you know whatever it takes but but I think it's really great that you've mm. uh, you know you've done that to try and make sure that people even have just heard the name first yeah. Youth yeah. and then even if they don't know what that is they've they've got some connection to it when they see it on social media or they see an advert then you know it starts the ball rolling doesn't it but it yeah. does take time (laughs) yeah and like our group has changed from we've been doing it since October and that's all and the group has we've got probably about four or five people that are the same but the group has shifted maybe twice or three times and it's going to and it's probably going to again 
In terms of like on a regular basis, so thinking about your weekly sessions or however often they run, what issues do you sort of regularly face? I think numbers. Knowing yeah, yeah. that you have a good group so that the session can go ahead and also yeah, yeah. when there isn't funding so that that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it is just really difficult when you only have two people or when you only have four mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, we usually have about um, eight people. Sometimes that jumps up to 12. Sometimes that jumps down to like five. But having a consistent number is really helpful. But I think to also get the numbers at the very beginning, we had to gain the trust and an understanding um, for the parents and for the families of what I what I do, how long I've been doing it, that I do lots of different jobs and that I do perform yeah, yeah. and that the children can come see me in a performance and um, they can um, see me teach here. And I think now we have a really amazing trust and a really amazing understanding, but that did take time to get. Yeah. yeah. I think adding on to the numbers thing, I think that's quite, uh, it's a challenge for every youth dance company, but I think in particular rural settings is where it is challenging. Um, And I think that's one thing that the council and funders supporters need to understand that just because of where we live means there are less people, which equals less participants, which equals less cash. Yeah. And so that is that is one area where we really need support in a rural setting because there's nothing we can do about geography. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, that doesn't mean that those people yeah. shouldn't be able to access that Absolutely. provision at all. Yeah. And definitely. it's harder to access the place. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of my Transport. young people yeah. <laughs> or, or like live on farms or different yeah. places. And yeah. then it's... Unless there's someone who can drive you there, which is yeah. sometimes difficult, yeah, yeah you yeah. can't get there. I was so one transport. of four. I like I could I lived on a farm, so I could get to some stuff, but I couldn't go to everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had three other brothers that mum and dad need to take places. So, but there's no bus. Yeah. or train so yeah, it is yeah. transport's a really important thing yeah. to consider which would be Definitely. really good at hiking and set off dead early but you know it's just <laughs> absolutely not, not as a teenager I think the thing you were saying about um trying to teach to small numbers as well um yeah. I was speaking to Ruth who's another one of the rural steps artists working in Harrogate and she was saying the difficulty in establishing the group there is that they'd have like three dancers mm. and they'd kind of get a bit bored almost of the fact that they're only in a small group of yeah. three and then she might lose a couple of them and a couple more will yeah. and you sort of yeah. got to keep doing that again and again and then they'll get a bit bored yeah. and, and it's it's really hard to because you're not going to immediately have a whole group mm-hmm. you have to find a way to to keep them sort of engaged and to support them but it, it is a lot of pressure on them almost you know not that we're putting pressure but yeah. pressure just having mm. a really small number in in that kind of group so that was another difficulty she had in terms of trying to set it up rurally um has anyone got any other comments in terms of how youth dance compares in rural locations to to non-rural locations? I think going back, we kind of referenced it before that I think my experience of being in a rural location is there are a lot of private dance schools, which are awesome and we totally support. Yeah. Um, but that is often the understanding of what any dance provision is. Yeah. Um, so one challenge we have faced is that it's how to communicate what youth dance is and the value of it, the difference of that provision to a private dance school and the impact that can have on young people because still, years down the line, people are going, oh, what is it you do? What is Inkleton Youth Dance? Um, so that is a challenge we constantly face is how we communicate what we do and the value of it in a rural setting. Yeah. So when talking about youth dance in rural areas, to be honest, it has been quite difficult in Harrogate because um, there's lots of other provision available. Um, but we found when there are two people coming um, and they are really 
like they're regulars, they come all the time. And then we get to a point where the group kind of wants more people, yeah, which yeah. is understandable. And then just before we get more newcomers, sometimes we lose them. Um, so what we found in first was that from this massive taster day, we got like a big chunk of people, like I've got 20 people on the list. And then from that, there's pe young people from like four or five different schools. And it's this that is really, really important that they're from different schools and different areas or surrounding areas in Fersk. And Fersk Youth Dance is the only place that those people come together. Yeah. And this is when the sessions are really important. And in the first few sessions, we did loads of icebreakers, loads of yeah. games, loads of um, creative tasks so that they would get to know each other, be comfortable. And then now they are a new group. And this new group is formed of young people from different places. And that is what's special about the youth company. And in the big sense of things, that is where your support comes from because those people have have to see each other only in first group dance yeah, so yeah. they're gonna yeah. come so they're gonna come you've yeah, got them there they hang out with the mates. yeah and w i had a similar i had a similar situation in preston youth dance um with i've got people mm. that are like the bestest of friends yeah. now and have yeah. gone on to do loads of other additional projects together even work yeah. together because they met each other at Preston Youth Dance. I think I have the opportunity because it's an audition-based thing that I do draw from a, a lot of different areas, but I really do agree that that's, that's yeah. really key. Um, is there anything else in terms of like working rurally that is something that needs to be considered? I think it's the distance that we have to travel as groups to get to events. So this year, Ingleton Youth have um, been successful in taking part in U Dance, which is a hugely exciting opportunity yeah. for them. They are just absolutely buzzing. But it is such a distance they have to travel and that incurs a cost. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I take my groups from Ingleton places, it's like 300 quid a time for a coach. Yeah. yeah. So we rely on parents being super generous in kind of carpooling mm, or... Yeah. But getting groups together, so lots of groups are traveling, we split that cost between parents, so we keep it as small as possible. But I think that is something that we need to consider in how we invest in yeah. youth dance, because that's the, one of the biggest challenges to access, I would say, is that travel. And inner city, kind of urban settings need investment, they face challenges, but so do rural young people. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have to see that, that both are as valuable and as valid. Yeah. Um, so the investment is in an urban setting and in a rural setting because those young people deserve it. Every young person deserves that opportunity. Definitely. Yeah. And the travelling is also one of the best parts of the day. When yeah. you're travelling with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. you yeah. are having a laugh, you're yeah. listening to the radio, you might be singing along, dancing, yeah. doing anything. Those coach but journeys. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's part of it. So you don't you want them to have that as well. That's great. The, yeah, there's yeah. gold in it as well, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. They're bonding opportunity because whilst they're definitely. dancing in a session, yes, they're working together or doing a creative task or whatever, but they're not chatting about whatever's important to them. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. that does happen on these trips yeah. out. And their personalities come uh, out. Yeah. Yes. The I spy comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just to talk a bit more about planning and delivery now, when you're planning for youth dance, uh, what elements do you usually include? Um, and have these evolved over time or through your experience of working with the group? I think it's evolved with the group, definitely. And mm. I think it's different with each youth group. And I think definitely in rural areas, you need time to check in because like yeah. We, yeah. we were speaking about, it's the first time that they're seeing these people. And in first, we meet once a month. Um, and they maybe haven't seen their friends for a month. So yeah. it, time to check in, time to catch up. Um, and then we normally play like a focus or a team game or icebreaker if there's any new people to the group or to get people to really know each other. And then we do like a creative and technical warm up, learn new skills and then usual 
traveling and yep. phrase and then we they love doing a group lists and group work yeah oh great amazing <laughs> men are obsessed with that at the moment as well I've had to get really good at disguising contemporary dance technique in other forms. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, because Mayan people in general have not come from traditional dance school backgrounds, so don't have technical understanding. Yeah. Um, and if I was to throw at them a load of Cunningham and Graham technique, they would ask me to leave in no uncertain terms. <laughs> yeah. So I've had to get really good at how I disguise technique, whether it's just in loads of cool like, traveling phrases, cool moves. They just think, oh, I just love doing this phrase, or this move is just awesome. But actually, I'm getting them to develop yeah. technical skills. Or the and music. They don't know it. And yeah. the music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great point. Putting on a great track and yeah. they'll, they'll forget what's they'll actually happening. They'll forget that they're actually doing some technique um, yeah, yeah. and they're just having a good time. I think that's a really good yeah. one. I have a mixture of people. Some of them have gone from private dance schools and some of them have never danced in a setting like that before um so some of them are like i want a technique phrase and some of them are like i want to play a game and do some dancing yeah, in that. Yeah. um so having a mixture of that is really interesting and making sure that we do have those moments and we say both of those are great um mm. we just need to make sure that everyone's engaged and enjoys yeah. it really i think um i was just thinking then whilst you were saying that about like oh we always get into a circle and i was thinking oh that's really obvious but well, actually no, for really those that come from a private dance school or from a different setting where they're yeah. used to standing in a line or, yeah. or whatever yeah. or even have like a certain space in the room yeah. Yeah. that circle is just for, for me at Preston Youth Dance as well a lot of the members have been in it for a long like a, a good number of years mm. so they know each other they know the system so I kind of let them just wander around the studio do what they need to do go and stare in the mirror whatever's <laughs> going on shut the mirror <laughs> shut the curtains <laughs> on the mirror and the moment that we pull the circle together just notes for them that, that the session yeah. is starting yeah. even if we do nothing in that circle other than just stand for a second uh, yeah I think that's a really yeah. important thing and pulling yeah. them back together again at the end yeah. I always really overrun uh, you know there's yeah. always more time to uh, need more time yeah. to do stuff but actually just pulling them together just before we leave I feel like he's really important as well just marks that end of the session and yeah. I would always af after we've done our circle focus everyone's in the room then push them physically in traveling around the room, yeah. moving because you get that teenage kind of, I can't be bothered, yeah, I'm yeah. really tired. Yeah. So to kind of bin that off immediately and just yeah. get them moving so that yeah. that- Make them aware of, that you are yeah. allowed to sweat. And they're yeah. alive again yeah. and they're ready to move and they're excited. Um, I think if you leave it too long, you kind of hit the slug kind of- Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just difficult for everyone challenge. then, isn't it? It's yeah. horrible. <laughs> it's yeah. hard for all involved. <laughs> So in terms of logistics as well, on a day-to-day -day basis, other than the delivery side of things, what does that look like for you as a youth dance artist, the non-delivery, the admin bit? There's plenty of admin. Mm, it's, I think that one of the most important things to do is to build that relationship with parents, and that is your most important line of communication. Every parent needs to know exactly what is happening in that group, what's going on for their young person, what they're involved in, what's expected of them. So that could be weekly emails, monthly emails, conversations, phone calls, text messages even, because some of them don't like emails. Yep. Um, yeah. but all of the above. All, <laughs> and, and most forms of communication, two-way parent, so that they know what's happening with the, their young person. I tend to only speak to my young people in the actual space, mm -hmm. in the session. Yeah. I don't directly contact them at all. I go, it's always to the parent outside of that, that session. 
Yeah, I uh, similar in terms of the yeah. methods of communication. The only difference is I have a Facebook group yeah. for yeah. the dancers, and actually yeah. most of the parents are also in that. I and it that's sort nice. of seems We're to the be the way that they discover information. Yeah, uh, but also they quite like we post videos. It's yeah. private, but you know, for them to it's nice for parents to see also stuff. what you're doing in the yeah. sessions, isn't it? And it's not I'm not directly doing it, and not even doing it for the parents really. But they yeah. get that insight, kind yeah, of like, yeah. oh, this is what she's been banging on about when she comes <laughs> yeah. home and tries to dive off the back of the sofa or whatever it yeah. is that they've done. You know, they can see those videos what else in terms of my group are younger yeah so it's definitely with the parents and with the families and that happens on emails facebook group facebook page yeah yeah Yeah. everything um but then when we're with the young people we have like time at the beginning and during our snack break break. where we like share the news yeah and i share my news and like they will say what they want to or maybe sometimes we we had a young person ask, um, when we have a snack break, can we come into the circle and tell each other what we want to be when we're older? Oh, I <laughs> love that. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, time on like emails or social media to parents, yeah. families and with the people when we're with them in the session. Anything else other than communication then? What else do you do as a youth dance artist? Organise getting jumpers, uh, yeah. t-shirts, yeah. organise trips, yeah. um, look at where we can go, maybe that's near in the rural area or um, into Leeds or dif- organise taxi travel. And is there anything else that you um, have to think about? I'm thinking like maybe rules or like like set up for them. We set expectations like right at the start of, of the youth company and at the start of every year about what we're about. Yeah. So we kind of discuss that as a group and we write that down and yeah. agree to it. Sometimes yeah, we'll sign great. it just to ensure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, like a code and of conduct. Code of conduct yeah. and we yeah. can go back to that and check in on that. Yeah. Um, and then one thing we've had to look at is appropriate clothing for class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they love a crop top or a kind of a short short, <laughs> which isn't ideal when you're doing a lot of floor work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, mainly on clothing that's appropriate to them moving in a safe yeah. way. And we have time, which is time when we can have the mirrors open, um, when we love a good phrase. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we have time when we shut them, when it's like the warm up and the listening to each other when we are... Um, dancing across the space or when we're doing our traveling work um, so that we're not always um, facing the mirror but to get an awareness of each other and the room and yeah I think that's really great Definitely. I think uh, them knowing that they're allowed to have it open at some times but yeah. then also it's going to be closed yeah. particularly good for creative work to shut yeah. it off isn't it we shut it so that because in the room we are the mirrors like you, you can see everything absolutely everything and if you're creating you might feel a bit uncomfortable or yeah yeah you might be a bit scared to try something out of your comfort zone so we just shut the mirrors and we get everyone in different areas if they're working on their own or in different groups just so that they're able to focus on just themselves and it adds to that safe environment that we yeah. talked about at the beginning that we you know that's what we're trying mm. to provide for these young people so I feel like we've covered a whole host of different things there. Um, and from listening to this conversation and being involved in this chat with you guys, it feels like youth dance is very different to other dance provision. Um, just to kind of finish, is there anything else you'd like to add about what that difference is to help our listeners really get to grips with what it is that we do? I think youth dance is, uh, we've kind of referenced it, but it's a long haul commitment yeah. from the young yeah. people that they commit to being part of this company to perform like any performing company would. And as an artist, you have to commit yeah. to it yeah. because that's where the gold is in it as well. Yeah. Like there are days when you are like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, the highs of working with young people and seeing their achievements always outweighs that. And I think within our practice, and I'm sure 
same for most people is that we have this youth-led approach where mm -hmm. we want to empower every young person to have a voice yeah and that they are totally part of every creative process so much so now to the point that whenever we are creating work the young people are questioning every decision <laughs> yeah. that I make and this goes down to my seven-year-olds that are now questioning every creative decision which is amazing yeah um, and there's young people that started this process who had very little confidence very low self-esteem and wouldn't hardly communicate never mind lead the group on something and now they're making suggestions they're yeah. solving problems they're yeah. you know contributing ideas and I think that is the difference from just another dance class yeah to developing young people yeah amazing yeah. and I think it's going back to the name of it youth dance company mm -hmm. just thinking back to my time with Verve which was like a dance company environment with 14 people going on tour it is similar that and that is what I am sharing with the young people that we come together each week we share ideas we contribute to this piece we're going to make and once it's made great we've got that in our bank and then like in April mm. we're going to start a new one together yeah and maybe in a year's time we want to bring DIY dancers the old dance back yeah, yeah. Um, and we're going on a little tour with it and we keep working on it and rehearse and we add new people into it and there is a team spirit and that is really reflective of dance company. Everyone has different roles in that. And it is just like a dance company for young people. And that's what we want to share. And that's what aspires people in the future for dance careers. And that's what it's all about. That's an amazing end, yeah. I think, as well to this podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Thanks. You're Thank you for having Perhaps. us. Thank, Thank you. you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to subscribe, download and do all the podcasty things. You can connect with us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Blue Moose Dance. And if you're feeling mega inspired, we'd love you to write a five star review and share this podcast with the world on your social stories. This podcast has been supported using public funding by the National Lottery through Arts Council England and made possible through ongoing support from Yorkshire Dance, the York and North Yorkshire Dance Network, Craven District Council and Uclan Dance.